0: Sean Dizzle Mikey Hizzle I miss you I feel like we haven't talked in like 13 weeks Gay Happy Gay Pride Month
1: (laughs) Happy Pride (laughs) Month man (laughs) Oh shit For, uh, new listeners, I'm not trying to be insensitive or whatever. I just, I grew up with that terminology and now I use it ironically because I'm like a millennial. Indeed. Yeah. No, I, I miss you too, man. It's been, it's been friggin' nuts here at the, uh, Dizzle Chateau. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I know it has been. And I've been. I've been uh, trying to toe the line as to. uh, How much to bug you. Because I know you got a lot on your plate right now. But I hope you appreciate it. You know I still. Care enough to check in and say what's up and.
1: Course, yeah, man. And I think you yeah. know me well what the hell enough. What's going on? If I don't respond, it doesn't mean I hate you. <laughs> well, maybe a little bit. Why well, you gotta say In that? In honor I'm... of you, though. Ah, great bottle you got there, my friend.
0: In honor of the Dizzle, I'm having some Wild Turkey 101 tonight. Crafted with conviction the conviction Preach it. <laughs> that all men are created equal <laughs> that little black boys and little black girls white girls not black girls can walk hand
1: in hand and it's so cool that they do now Hey, I got
0: me one And we do a whole lot more than (laughs) holding hands. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And I'm proud of it, because it's Pride Month. It's not what it's about.
1: (laughs) Pride Month is about Wild Turkey 101. (laughs) Bringing the gays and the straights together. Yes. Everyone's a human when you drink wild turkey. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. It, it brings out the gay in everyone. <laughs> <laughs> the happiness. The real definition of the word gay. Happy. Yeah, boy. Um. Yeah, so... It's super sensitive subject, right? To talk about Pride Month. And uh, I guess we should start off with the disclaimer that we love everybody and don't hate anybody. Whether you're uh, black, white, straight, or what did you say earlier? <laughs> Sean pulled out a word that I haven't heard in forever: oh. cisgender. <laughs> Cis, I'm a
1: cisgender white privileged male.
0: <laughs> cisgender. Oh, <clears throat> that was actually probably one of my favorite episodes of South Park. You ever watch South Park? I mean, here and there. Oh my god. I've watched her religiously, episode by episode. Dang. And I think that the uh that cisgender episode came right before PC principal stepped on the scene.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do know what you're referencing.
0: Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, PC principal dude. Anyway, um you know, LGBTQ. So we've got this book that we read to Max. It's called A is for Activist. And it's this, this book that the wife got for him. Trying to teach him equality, <laughs> diversity, equity, and inclusion. And he's not too yet. <laughs> but we're getting
1: there. Starting him young. <laughs> So, uh, can't anyway. say a full sentence, but no, he knows to love the gays. Yeah,
0: so one of I think L is for the gays.
1: How old am I?
0: Yeah, <laughs> 70. Forgive me. <laughs> the letter L comes up, you know, A is for activists, B is for, uh, I don't know see us for something i don't
1: know i can't remember all of them
0: and we read the stupid the same book every single day
1: clearly you all do books even though you retain none of it
0: <laughs> well, I, I'm, re- I'm retaining just as much as he is
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god all right we're already pissing people off that's okay though because it's our podcast and we reserved the right to piss off everybody and still love you at the same time long time so uh oh, um, so long l is uh, uh, l g b t q love who you choose because love is true is actually what it says and so uh yeah, so this whole month, I've been thinking about that. So far, <laughs> halfway through the month. And uh, I don't know. I at least wanted to have one episode where we kind of celebrated, cracked some jokes, made fun of, but respected all at the same time. Because I think that we have enough balance to where we can be able to do that, even though neither one of us are gay.
1: But if we were, we'd probably choose each other. Definitely, no doubt about <laughs> it. You big old bear, you. <laughs>
0: um. Anyway, yeah. So, I know for me, I you know we're teaching our we're teaching our boys that uh, that you are free to love who you choose, and that love is ultimately a choice, and we all have that choice, you know. Uh, you know just don't bring home a turtle talking about you're gonna you're in love <laughs> I think we need to stick with humans <laughs> not horses or donkeys uh, but you know love will you choose whoever that might be and, and do what you do Um, but one thing that I, I do want to say uh, I, I mean it, it's not that we I, I I want everyone to keep in mind that we still do have a Christian bent. And I know according to uh, the church and, and uh, Christianity and, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, the Bible and, and the way we read the Bible. Uh, you know, they s- still believe that uh, homosexuality is a sin. And. With all of that, like you've got that whole preaching side of it and on and on and on. And I think at the end of the day, regardless of all that we grew up being taught as Christians. Our Christianity as I'm saying our as me and you and, and speaking for you, too. But don't let me speak for you. You can speak for yourself. As for me, I've evolved into this place of, you know, well love who you choose, and love is true and if you if you're gonna be gay, you be gay if you wanna be lesbian gay straight bi l b g t q queer whatever umbrella Plus. you wanna fall under uh you do you and um and if that love is true, it's beautiful and I've, we've we've met you know. Uh, we've we've got plenty of friends, and I've got plenty of family uh, that are gay, and I identify as LGBTQ, and uh, and they are every single one of them that I know are the most loving and beautiful people, um, some of the most beautiful people in our lives, and I don't condemn them to hell. I wouldn't condemn them to hell. Even if I had a hell to put them in. I wouldn't put them in there. Because once again I truly believe that. Heaven or hell is not an issue about who you love. It's not an issue about what you do in your bedroom. It's an issue of. uh, What you do with the person of Christ. And so I believe that. Whether you're. Gay, straight, black or white, whatever. Whatever. If you love Jesus, you'll stand before him one day when you die and he's going to say, welcome. Come on in, my child, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. (coughs) So uh, I I just want to make that clear, at least from my standpoint. I don't believe that who you love and, and who you're sleeping with is going to have anything at all to do with uh where you spend eternity. And I don't think it has any bearings on your relationship with God either. Um if you believe in him and you worship him and you love him and you receive his love man uh, there there's nothing greater. There's there's nothing more important than that. <laughs> um you know, people You know, people do what they want to do and people and I'm just treading lightly because I'm not trying to be, you know, super offensive about this. Uh, And I'm not trying to be dogmatic about it either. But I do want to make clear what I believe. And that is that no matter what you do and who you do it with. um, Faith in the person of Christ is what brings about salvation. Not uh, not this other uh, existential stuff. So, you won't get no hate from me. You get a bunch of love and acceptance from me. So, I didn't want to speak for you, but at least speak for me.
1: I'm getting choked up over here, man.
0: Hell, it's so beautiful.
1: I pretty much agree. Yeah. We've all sinned. We've all fallen from the grace of God. That whole Old Testament thing. I think it's worth knowing. Obviously, as a Christian, but... It's not black and white, man. You know? There's not... I don't think there's certain sins that are unforgiven or... You know? As a Christian, we believe that whole thing with Jesus and his blood and the sacrifice and come to him, all who have sinned, you know. And But there's two or three sins that, you know what, his blood just ain't strong enough for. His sacrifice didn't mean nothing. I think that's <laughs> bullshit. And I say that to say, uh, being gay, I don't think is something that can keep you from God either. That's just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I preached the message, uh, years ago about the, um, about, about the sacrifice of Christ as it relates to things that Scripture calls sin and things that Scripture doesn't call sin, but Christians call it sin. And there are a number of things out there that fall under um, that category of things that Christians consider to be sin because they think that they are unholy or they they believe or they teach or have been taught whatever that these things are unholy and therefore they're sin and against God and blah 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 but the the main um, just for lack of a better way to put it the thesis of the message the the whole point that that uh that I really wanted to bring home in the message is the fact that Uh, If there is a sin that is unforgivable, that one sin then is greater than the sacrifice of Christ. Right? It has to be. Exactly. But if we truly believe that the blood of Christ is effective enough to purify us from all sin, And to free us from that which would separate us from God, bringing us into communion with God, fellowship with God, right relationship with God, if you will, however you want to put it. If you really believe that it is effectual, then you would have to conclude that there is no sin that his blood cannot cleanse us from. So, um, yeah, I truly believe that, you know, every Christian should believe that the blood of Christ is greater than any and all sin. Um, and, and that's, you know, sin according to the Bible and sin according to man. Because unfortunately, both are taught in the Christian church, um, in majority of Christian churches today. So, uh, and, and it's a hard one to definitely preach over the pulpit, and and I feel like you know, I, I guess for me, it's a, I would consider it a a, a place of growth for me to be able to. Uh, It's a process, I suppose, of being able to overcome um, a lot of the anxiety in this area of, you know, categorizing things. I I guess what I'm trying to do is broaden my horizons a little bit, uh, just be a little bit more open-minded. And it's a struggle, but it's a reality at the same time that... That it has been a task to broaden my scope and be able to see things from God's perspective because of all the stuff that I was taught in the church. I don't necessarily think that God Himself agrees with everything that's taught in His church. Unfortunately, you know, there's a lot of man's opinions that scope. Um, our worldview when it comes down to Christianity and it's it's a struggle to fight through that to get God's perspective but I think one of the things that helps us is if we keep in mind the foundational principles uh, of God <laughs> you know those um, his his attributes if you will Like that that book that I talked about so many times on this podcast, The Knowledge of the Holy, talking about the 18 attributes of God. When we when we see things in light of his character and his attributes, it makes it easier for us to be able to navigate through all of the BS that we've been taught growing up in the church. And I think it affords us a more rounded view a more healthy view of how God sees us in this world, and so even if we come off offensive to some of you that are listening, just realize that we're we're still on our journey as well and uh trying to become more and more like god we've never we're we'll never arrive right we're always progressing we're always. Pressing towards that. That next mark if you will. Um, and so. You can eliminate a lot of offense. When you just. Listen to the words that are coming out of our mouths. And. Uh, and really realize that we're. We're growing and we're learning at the same time. And we're just talking about it on this podcast that we have. This platform that we have. So. Just keep that in mind, especially when we're cracking our jokes. So, we're getting there.
1: Yeah. So.
0: But it's Pride Month and uh, we were just dedicating this one episode to it. God bless you. Let freedom ring. I don't know enough about the plight and the struggles because I've not lived it. And so I I can only say so much. Um, but I, I guess, you know, if you hear, if you hear nothing else here that we love you and we, uh, you know, we got no issue with you at all, especially my friends that will listen to this podcast that are, part of that community you know i believe that they know they know my heart and where i'm at regardless of what i've been taught uh they know my perspective today and uh it's it's truly out of a place of love and compassion and not out of a place of hate and uh disdain so i may not agree with everything but you know what like we talked about earlier, you ain't going to agree with everything that I do. So, but there can still be love and mutual respect. And, uh, and I think that if we, if everybody had that perspective, man, there would be a whole lot less, um, animosity and hatred towards this community and a lot less shit going on. Because I, from, I, I do know a little bit that, um, the LGBTQ community plus especially in the last year
1: why always leave out the plus plus? bro I don't don't
0: know know, man it's only so much I can remember (laughs) Um, I'm an idiot dude (laughs) anyway uh, I mean there's a lot of violence that comes against this community just because of their sexual orientation and this bullshit it shouldn't be like that right so you know our hearts go out and Especially from
1: people claiming Christianity in churches. That's what I don't get, man. Yeah. You're really showing the love of God, huh? (laughs) Hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's just the the violence towards this LGBTQ plus community is just atrocious, man. And it's, it's, it should be condemned. Um and, and it's stuff that's been going on from the beginning of time and still goes on now. So um it's heartbreaking. But if we stand united with love and compassion and just kindness, you know. Like the great prophet, there's a great prophet that's alive today that that I listen to quite frequently and he's he's uh He's really preaching this kindness conspiracy these days. You heard of this guy, uh, Prophet uh, Prophet Dave Chappelle?
1: <laughs> I, may, I may have kindness. heard of his name before. I, I don't recall.
0: He's got this kindness conspiracy now, man, and he's just he's just preaching this thing in every stand-up. It's, you know, his three-hour stand-ups, six-hour stand-ups, he's, he does. He keeps saying the same thing. If we just be a little kinder to one another, you'd be amazed the change that can happen in this world. So, I truly believe it. I truly believe it and trying to live it myself. So.
1: We all should. So, so, all right,
0: enough about that. We love you. Peace out. Um, uh, yesterday was my dad's birthday, turned 61. How about that?
1: Happy belated dad, yeah.
0: So, got a chance to talk with him yesterday. Oh, and my mom's finally in town. I picked her up this week.
1: Word, so you going to get her on again?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'll
1: get her on again. Yeah, I'll get her on.
0: Wow. So, she'd love to be on. She'd love to see you again. So, we'll get her back on here. Mutual boo-boo. Mm-hmm. So, and then 30 39th. Wedding anniversary is coming up next week. And then Father's Day next week as well. So. Uh, we got a lot to discuss here coming up in the next couple of weeks. We get back. Get back to the grind. And I get all this stuff out before the end of June. So. June I can appreciate Pride up. Month. That's, that was the other thing. Thank you. We were talking Lead pre-show. It to a white guy, I remember?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. Yep. Exactly. So Juneteenth, right? Which is also next week. Um, we got to discuss that as well. <coughs> so, actually, that's the day before our Father's Day. So I don't know. Maybe Wednesday we can talk about Juneteenth, and then uh, Father's Day we can do our Father's Day episode out, uh, on Father's Day. So see, I knew it was something. I knew you was gonna come through for me. Thank you, my stupid ass booze brain.
1: That's what I do, bro. I'm sitting here sober as a Jaybird. <laughs> Without going into details, because they can get really just not nice. Yesterday was a horrifying day for me. Yeah. That's too big of an emphasis. It wasn't horrifying. It was a little scary. I mean, I was sick, dude, for like 12 and a half hours straight. Like mm. a sickness I've never, It it had to be some kind of bug. As we call it for some reason, uh, you and the rest of the world would call it COVID, but it was not.
0: <laughs> I was
1: joking when I said it. <clears throat> I know. Just busting your bulls It uh, sounded uh, like COVID. I, uh, I'm drinking water and a little sodi pop. So I'm glad I could be the yep. voice of reason. Yep, there you go. The level-headed yep. one. Yep,
0: there you go. I appreciate it. <coughs> yep. So, uh, so I'm glad you. I'm glad you're feeling better.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had to do
0: that. That was a belch and a sneeze about to come out at the same time.
1: I thought you were just blowing on your shoulder. It's like, all right.
0: Now I had to control that out. That would have been nasty. Oh. Yeah, so I mean, I'm glad you're feeling better. You know, you probably did have some bad mail or something like that. You know how you white boys like that mail.
1: Mm, mix it in ketchup Come on now nice, yes. Come on girls. Put pull, pull your french fry in that and eat it mm, Doggy mm.
0: no, I'll put a little bit of mayo And then have to put a bunch of hot sauce in it Throw in some sriracha And some Barbecue rub Really turn it into a nice zesty thing
1: Dude you should try Sriracha with mayo and ranch don't knock it bro you gotta try it first
0: well ranch has mayo in it doesn't it isn't that a mayo base
1: I don't know I don't sit around making ranch
0: (laughs) it's like mayo on top of mayo
1: with sriracha yeah and it's freaking fantabulasmus sure sure
0: well, the wife wanted Mexican tonight, so I had no idea until I was just about to put the steaks on the on the grill. So I had the grill fired up, I had the uh, the briquettes in the little charcoal chimney just cooking away, <laughs> and uh, she comes home with Max and with groceries, and so I go out to help her bring everything in the house. And she's like, what are you doing? I said, I'm about to make these steaks. She's like, oh, okay, cool. So I sit down and she's putting groceries away. She was like, I really want tacos. (laughs) Like, didn't I just say (laughs) I'm making steaks? She's like, but I know you're making steaks. So I, You know, But Mexican sounds really good Doesn't it I'm like No not really but If you want we can go get Mexican So you want to go to Mexican village Or you want to just go down the Go down the street And uh, We talk about it back and forth And she's like no don't worry about it And you know how You know how women do You know how the wives do I don't care if you get offended by this one because this is exactly what happens in damn near every conversation about food. Which when is why you should have
1: known. <clears throat> Don't put those steaks on, bro. She told you what she wanted. I didn't put the steaks on.
0: <laughs> so she's like, uh, we talked about, we changed the subject. Then she went back to it. God, I'd really love some Mexican. I said, look, steaks haven't gone on yet. You know. They're just sitting out. Put the steaks back in the fridge and <laughs> close down the grill. She's like, Well, I don't want you to waste all that charcoal. You got it. I said, You want Mexican, right? <laughs> okay, let's just get what you want because you're not going to be happy with the steaks anyway. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, uh, okay. So I just really want tacos. I said, You can have tacos. It's totally fine. Let's get ready to go. She's like, no, I feel bad. (laughs) You don't have to feel bad. I'm saying we can go get Mexican. That's what
1: you want. I'm saying get in the damn car, woman. Because you ain't going to shut the fuck up until we get a fucking taco in your mouth. (laughs) That's what all men are thinking at this point in the conversation. Whether they say it or not.
0: Right, because they've all had the same conversation with their wives or girlfriends or significant I don't others make a or big whatever.
1: Deal out of it, even though I'm mm-hmm. still talking about it twenty minutes later. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And looking oh, at you God. like, doesn't it sound good too? Wouldn't you want a taco? You want a taco, don't you? Tacos are great. <laughs> There's so much you can Tuesday. put in a taco. Steak, chicken, beef, yeah. pork. You can have a veggie taco. Shrimp taco. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's yeah. go. No, it's fine. You don't want it.
0: <laughs> were you here? Were you were you in the kitchen with us? You,
1: I don't have to be. <laughs> I, I, I totally get it.
0: Oh, God. So, yeah. I did the logical thing, the smart thing that every man should do in that case. I poured the the charcoal into the grill, I closed the vents, smothered the charcoal, and uh, put it back in the garage, put my shoes on, and took my wife to go
1: get tacos. So, here's another funny thing. Why is it after you go grocery shopping and you unload said groceries... You never want to cook or use the groceries. You want to go out to eat. Um. once again. It, it never fails. And listen, I'm the same way. I don't know why. It's like you go and spend all this money on food. And then you're like, cool. What do you want to eat? I don't know. You want to go out? <laughs> <laughs> America. Yeah.
0: That's it. The privilege of being who we are. I tell you, though, we got down there and I ordered a chimichanga, which was absolutely amazing. I was only able to eat like two thirds of it. Because uh, I ordered this. I, I We've been to this place a couple dozen times, right? She's <gasps> always in the mood for Mexican. So we've been there a lot. So, uh, but i would never seen this on the menu before. There's this appetizer they have, which was chorizo, spicy chorizo with beans and cheese. And I'm like, I want that. (laughs) So ordered that as an appetizer. It came out like 10 minutes later, piping hot, burn the roof of your mouth, piping hot, right? Dude, I'm just counting down the minutes because I still haven't taken a dump yet. (laughs) <laughs> but you better believe, man, this is going to be a hell of a Mexican explosion. Arriba.
1: Fiesta. Uh, mira, mira.
0: Yeah, it's about to be dangerous tonight, man. So uh, it just ain't hit me yet. Like, like right now, I just. It's about f- to be don't... dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, we got a wife How so cool. you your kids. <laughs> Dude, I laid down on the couch and went right to sleep. So the wife was across from me sitting in the chair with her feet up. And Max was just running around the house, just like throwing books around, trying on everybody's shoes, just being a baby. Right. And. uh, Next thing I know, it's like an hour had gone by and I'm like. She's like, okay. We got to go to bed, Max. Come on. And I'm like, damn. How long have I been laying here? It was like 45 minutes. I was just laying there, knocked out, sawing logs and snoring. <laughs> my belly filling. <laughs> my belly completely full. In a coma, dude. I was in a legit food coma. It was fantastic. So... Good old solid Mexican food, man. We mm-hmm. got to go there, though. Next time you guys come in town, the, I'm telling you, the chimichanga is. It's a cement brick. <laughs> it's huge. And it's amazing. Refried beans. I think they pull that out of a can. I don't even care. It's so good.
1: So, the danger with going to the restaurant is always the chips.
0: Yeah, yeah, the chips are made in house. So is the salsa. They bring you the mild, and to be honest with you, I can't tell the difference between the mild and the hot. It's all hot to me. So <coughs> definitely, you guys would like this place because it's it's never packed. It's not. A lot of people there. And uh, I think it's just because of the location. But it's fantastic food. It's great every single
1: time. We do have a good Mexican cuisine. Yeah, buddy. Spanish, whatever. Yeah.
0: So that's about it, man. Uh, I don't think there's anything else going on. The cottonwood is dropping. My backyard, it looks like it's snowing. I think I sent you a snap the other day. Um, Fish flies are out too.
1: Yeah, that was insane.
0: Yeah, it's nuts, man. Clyde is, I let Clyde out and it's like, come on, dude, do your business so we can go to bed. No, he is literally nose to the cement just eating fish flies. I'm like, dude, you are disgusting. Come on.
1: Gross. There's like a crap ton of them. Yeah. I mean, it's like locusts come into town Mm kind of thing.
0: Sick. Sick. (laughs) Yeah. They only last for about a week, week and a half. So... And tonight's the first night in a in a few days where I've decided to turn the porch light back on because I think we're just about done with the fish flies. Uh, so I'm turning the lights on because they're attracted to the lights. So for anybody that don't know, you can look up a, a picture of a Michigan fish fly. They hatch on the lakes and then um, they just fly into town following the lights. And they cover every single building there is. Anything that's within about three miles or so away from the water. They just drift in. And then they just stick. And then they eventually just die. The birds eat them and the spiders eat them and stuff like that. They're just
1: food. Clyde eats them. (laughs) And Clyde eats them. Yeah. So... uh, Yeah,
0: they're just fish food and and bird food and stuff like that.
1: Uh, It's weird, man. the season is coming to an end. We've got mosquitoes finally. Yeah. So that's a pain in the butt. Yeah. I hate mosquitoes, man. Yeah, you and me both. You can't spray enough lavender, right? We got two lavender plants out there. Nice. <clears throat> and then I usually keep a citronella candle going once it gets mm. dark. That way, I go out with Hans or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're not uh just swarmed. Which, luckily, mm-hmm. we don't have them super bad yet, but... ugh. Dude, it's been hot as balls here. (laughs) I mean, like, Satan's butt crack kind of shit. (laughs) Which, biblically, his butthole's not hot, but you know what I'm saying? Sure. The pitchfork-holding red demon-horned-tailed devil's butthole, that's how it feels outside.
0: I understand fully.
1: And then at night, it's just cool, and you'd never know. Then you wake up in the morning, go outside, and you literally feel your flesh burning off of your body.
0: Yeah. It's been the same here. Today is the exception. Uh, It's supposed to rain tomorrow, thunderstorm, pretty bad, all day. from the morning till about 7 o'clock at night supposed to just be raining and uh, so the wind has come in and totally cooled everything off I think it like dropped from 80 to like 75 within a couple hours and uh, and you can just tell the really big difference out there it's definitely a lot cooler actually tonight would be a good night to have a fire (laughs) but it's Sunday and everybody's sleeping so I'll be out there by myself if I go, which I'm not.
1: The flesh, um, the flesh, the fish flies will keep you some company. Yeah, no, thank you, no, thank you.
0: So I was out cutting the grass today, and just trying to get all the cottonwood up, right? So I'm bagging. I get all the cottonwood up, and then I go with the spray, you know, with the spray. With the water hose, trying (laughs) to water the plants, and I just out of curiosity, just wanted to see how bad the mosquitoes were, so I threw a little bit of water on the aprovides, and holy shit, swarm! Mosquitoes came out of those aprovides like crazy, straight into attack mode, and I'm like, "All right, well, that's where they're all at right now." I like literally. For a couple nights, what I did was I left the bug zapper on, plugged in, just trying to knock out as many stupid mosquitoes as I could, man. Yeah. It's just too much. I had a little bit of oil left in the thermo cell and I left that running overnight as well because I just wanted to clear out the tent. You know, I, I've been under the canopy every night. You know, hanging out, smoking a cigar. And I've got the, the bug tent closed on the sides. And they're still getting in. So I've got the lavender spray going. I've got three Centronella candles going. And the thermocell And the bug zapper outside of the tent. Because that's how bad it is right now. <clears throat>
1: Summer is here. It's here, brother. I feel your pain. But fall's coming.
0: Every day we get a little closer. I'm ready for it, man. Yep, really ready for it. So. All right, dude. I'm glad we got a chance to catch up. God bless LGBTQ+. I remembered it that time. He's
1: learning, y'all. (laughs) Oh.
0: We'll talk about Juneteenth <laughs> next time and then uh, Father's Day after that. So that's the plan. Stick with us. We're going to have a good conversation and um, and keep this thing going.
1: Word. Check out our website if you'd like to. It's https semicolon forward slash forward slash unchurchedpodcast.show. Uh, if you like our combos go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already and uh, leave us a review five stars help us spread the combo even further Um, what else we got we got twitter and instagram our handles are at unchurchpod so check that out don't check it out thanks for listening We'll catch you next time.
0: Next time. We love you. Peace. Peace.